Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hey, everybody. Happy the weird abyss between Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, and New Year's. Ain't that the truth? I don't know what day of the week it is. I don't know anything. I recommend going back to soft pants during this period of time. Already there, baby girl. We've got a great show for you today. We are talking about the thing that is missing from what we are teaching our kids. Then we're revisiting our favorite, the Goop gift guide. Not as crazy as last year, but still pretty fun. And as always, we have our hashtag swag bag but up next take it away kiddo kicking shit my tits are you know families they're crazy we have had kind of a weird family thing that has been going on for a long time with my aunt who was married to my uncle so she was my aunt-in-law and I was very very close to her she's close in age to me we would hang out not only as her being my aunt but as friends and then she got divorced from my uncle which is fine nobody was mad that they got divorced and then she just stopped talking to everybody just everyone they have kids we're friends with her kids she is a kind of a person that when she redecorates she throws out all her old stuff and she kind of has done that in her life like when she switches careers it's really like a full walk away from the thing before. And I guess we were a part of that. It hurt a lot of people in my family's feelings. Myself, my mom, my uncle, my grandmother when she was alive. In some ways, we were closer to her than my uncle because she was a woman and she was just a little bit more around and emotionally available and helped with the family. It was a big loss. She has never met my kid. It's crazy. It's just a crazy thing to be so close to someone and then not. Right. So my cousin Morgan had a baby shower this weekend and she was there because it's her daughter who's having the baby. And it was just tears. Everybody saw each other. We cried. We talked about life. We reconnected. It just felt really good because that was a huge thing, both when it happened and now to kind of rectify it. It just made me happy. The shits are, I have been not paying attention to my body. We're in that time of year, man. Well, also being in grad school, I'm not eating well and I'm not exercising. I only have time for a certain amount of things. Yes. And so yesterday, because I met my mom's, I took a yoga class. My friend owns a yoga studio here. And it wasn't even that challenging. It was like medium challenging. One, I'm so sore today. And two, I had to stop multiple times in the middle of the class just to get my breath. And I'm like, I'm a seasoned yoga practitioner. My body was like, you old? And it's been a hot minute. And I had had pancakes for breakfast. And at one point, I was like, pancakes were a poor choice. And my friend walks over and she goes, I can smell maple syrup coming off of you. I was like, I had pancakes before this power yoga class. So the shits are Man, when you're 40, your body really humbles you. Let me tell you. Yeah. It's like, wow, you've been eating crap and not working out. My shits are, you and I have heard other parents talk about all the shit you have to do for the holidays. And you and I have even felt like that. Been like, oh my God, there's just so much shit. Getting presents for everybody, different meals, family activities, traveling to go see people. Then you add on, which we've had, but I've never had it this much. School, holiday, shit. You're also the class mom. That's even excluded right now. Okay, all right. There is no class mom responsibility in this. This is just parent responsibility. Are you also the class mom? No, not the class mom, but I do go in class a lot, but I'm not actually the class mom. Got it. He has... 
a Christmas breakfast on a Saturday Oof. with Santa. I had to go find a apple pie for his school Thanksgiving. Each child had to bring a pie so that all the first graders and all the second graders can have this little Thanksgiving feast together. Well, he does love pie. Oh, he does love pie. Then I spent the money on our annual breakfast with Santa at Macy's. Then we have Friendsgiving with all of our people. It's just so many things. So many things. Then as class mom... I have to worry about getting something from all the parents for the teacher. Oh, that's so stressful. And collecting money. And then I'm going to probably get something on my own. Then, you know, a little gift bag for all the other kids. I buy Starbucks gift cards for all the different crossing guards and security guards and people that help us out. As a teacher, can I tell you what I would like to get? Yes. Our hands get so dry because we're washing them constantly oh. because the kids are nasty. And so every single teacher I I've taught with appreciates like an Origins or an upscale, really nice hand cream. Like a Claude Lee, something really nice. Yes, not too smelly. So I would just say along with a gift card, because of course we always love gift cards, something really thoughtful for all teachers is very fancy hand sanitizer and a nice hand cream. That's what I would recommend. That's a great tip. I love that. So those are my shits. My tits are, it's Thanksgiving week for us in real yep. time. I am just so excited to be upstate for a little while. To be in the quiet with my parents, not have to do daily life shit. Oh, I can't wait. And you love your upstate time. It's very rejuvenating for you. You're right. It's very quiet here because I'm right in a city. There's ambulance sirens at all hours. And really, that's right. the thing for me more than anything. That's just a lot. We have a neighbor that is out at all hours of the evening. And so his dog starts barking and the sirens. So those are the two things that just really make my nerves feel shot, especially the sirens, especially with everything else happening in the world. Every time I hear a bunch of sirens, I'm like, is this it? And then I go on the Citizen app and I'm trying to find the answer. Right. Seriously. I'm not trying to laugh. It's just like, it is. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. So that alone... And then, you know, being upstate and it just feels cozy and it's lovely up there. Oh, can I have one more tip? Yeah. I just got an email right now that says sign up for graduation commencement, which is in May. Wow. That's how close I am. That's pretty nice. So this is today.com, how to raise happy kids. So we talk all about resilience. We've had some version of this how many times in this season that we're in, this void between all the holidays. I think that it's really important to remember this part of it. And so it just felt like a good time to talk about it. Children can easily get the wrong message about happiness. And I would go so far to say that humans can get the wrong message about happiness. Yeah. If our kids are getting it, it's coming from us and it's coming from the greater population. They're not just making it up out of the top of their head. So we have this problem too. Right. In the writer's experience, people are the happiest when their life includes some type of meaningful, productive activity. So one of the things that as a yoga teacher, we always talk about is if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling depressed, gifts of service are the best way to make you feel connected that when you do a good deed, 
need, the person that it affects the greatest is actually you. And that a way to come out of sadness or feeling overwhelmed by the world is to not necessarily think in a huge way, but to start small. Something as small as paying for somebody's meal that's behind you. This is why Mr. Rogers says when something scary happens, his mother would say, look for the helpers. The larger message being happiness comes about through charity or helping in some way. Obviously, any kind of good deed is great. Unfortunately, however, we are constantly being bombarded with the messages that happiness comes from consumption. Happiness comes from, we will be happy when we go to grad school. (laughs) We'll be happy when you get a better job. Our kid starts to realize, even if we're not saying it out loud, that you're setting yourself up for happiness when you get these things or when you achieve these goals. Yes. The happiest children are children that value experiences over material things. Luna has become kind of a monster over material things. What kid isn't? I know, but I really feel like it snowballed recently. Sebastian, when he was at that age, is when he became more materialistic. That's when he would start opening gifts and say, like, I don't want clothes, and then get all upset about it. That right. kind of shit. Or she's even judgy. Like, this isn't a great gift. And I'm like, it's a gift. That's yeah. crappy. Don't be a brat. I get it. He does the same thing. It's shitty and it sucks. And I hate admitting it as a parent that my kid does that. But he does. We even had a conversation about it last night. She's like, are we going to go to Disney World again? Can I get another princess experience? That's like a once in a lifetime memory type of thing. Not something you do all the time. Maybe one other time in your life. Maybe or maybe not. Yeah. This article hit different right now. So don't encourage your child to believe that having things brings happiness by giving them too many gifts. Ding, ding. I buy my child little gifts all the time. So I really need to stop that. It's hard because I only have one. And if I see something that she's going to like, I want to give it to her. And then I'm not great, as you know, at holding on to gifts for bigger holidays. I also need to model that myself because I'm always buying myself little get through the week gifts because life is hard. But when you're an adult, you have the ability to discern that a little gift gift for yourself that makes you happy could be like, you know what? Instead of just having coffee from home, I'm going to have the latte from Starbucks. Right. It's different between adults and kids where kids, it's like, I want this new toy for adults. It's like, I just need like a nice gum. But I do think that I need to take this in because sometimes what I really need to do is just sit and meditate. Sure. Of course. Probably what I need to do is something that is a doing thing and not a consumption thing, whether it's actual eating or buying of something. Yeah. You can also help your children figure out gifts for your spouse or your family members that will be meaningful, like a handmade card, a home-baked cake, or even reciting a poem. I'm going to give us credit where credit is due. You and I do give a lot of handmade and thoughtful gifts or a mixture of handmade and something purchased. And we really do try to give a gift that is thinking about the person. My kid does think about making things a lot. Good on us for that one. Yeah. If you can teach your children about the value of little things, then their chances of happiness will increase measurably when they're older. And this is just a mindfulness practice. This is saying, oh my gosh, how beautiful is the color of that tree? Isn't it so nice that Lisa came over to you and lent you her scooter? Whatever nice thing. Right. Rather than just being like, oh, that toy's so cool or whatever. I haven't bought Luna any 
presents yet for the holidays. And for the most part, people haven't asked for a list quite yet. They usually do around Thanksgiving. I think that I'm going to give them a list of classes that Luna wants. And I know you do this, but I haven't really done it a ton yet. He still gets an ass load of toys, though. Toys out the wazoo. Every year, I'm like, he has too much shit. He doesn't even play with toys. All he wants is his Switch and his iPad. It causes me stress. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to get him all this much shit then. Plus all the other stuff people are going to get him. Then I look at the Christmas tree and I'm like, I didn't get enough. We all want that memorable feeling we had as kids where we had a zillion fucking toys. But what is that teaching? It's teaching overconsumption in ways too. So I don't know what the right answer is. I know in theory what it is. In practice, I don't always stick with it. We'll see how it goes. I'll check back with you guys. But this really did give me pause and be like, Ugh, all of this stuff is actually causing me more stress in the end. Sebastian walked around his room the other day and he goes, Mama, what do you think we make my womb a little cooler? And I was like, whatever you want, kid. So I'm getting him stuff for his room, like this thing I saw on TikTok shop that was this little astronaut that projects the galaxy lights onto your ceiling. Oh, I saw that. I got him a basketball hoop for the back of his door that has numbers that keep track of how many you get. It's all kind of shit that you could buy on Timu and Alibaba and Amazon because they all come from some factory somewhere. But I just feel like these are the little things that he wants. I don't know. I don't know what the right or wrong thing to do is here. Oh my gosh, the moment we've been waiting for all year. Everybody, welcome to the 2023 Goop Holiday Gift Guide. Quiet luxury. It's so quiet. It's so quiet and so expensive, some of it. First up, we are going to start with the Womanizer Wave Showerhead. Carrie's going to guess prices. It's about time someone optimized a handheld showerhead for solo sex. And no surprise that it's cult favorite vibrator brand, Womanizer. Woo! On one setting, this is a top-of-the-line showerhead. On the other, it's an impressive clitoral stimulator that uses water pressure to get you off. It's also <laughs> intuitive to control and shape just right to hold in one hand. What do you mean intuitive? It's like, hey, I know what you're going to like. I'm going to do it for you right now. I just read the description. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think it's going to cost? It's really not that absurd, I don't think. Is it on there all the time? Or is it just like an attachment that you put on just when you're going to pleasure yourself? No, no, no. You can use it as a regular shower head. Okay. 300. Lower. Does it come in different finishes? No, just chrome. At least here. Okay. 175. Lower. What? What a deal, Gwen. I know. This year she got a little more economic, I think. There are still some absurd ones. 75. 119. Oh, okay. 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 I had a real wrong idea about price there. All right. Next up, the Goop and La Durée. My French accent's terrible. Bonjour. Exclusive macaroons gift box. Oh, this is going to be stupid. It is stupid. Although they are my favorite macaron. Please stop saying it like that. This Goop exclusive curation of macaron. Oh God, you did it again. From the iconic Parisian patissier comes <laughs> in a beautiful floral box. Our limited edition 15th anniversary. You get 18 macaron in the mix of flavors. Includes vanilla, chocolate, salted caramel, and pistachio. The two standouts, though, are the seasonal creation. There's a Christmas biscuit macaron filled with milk chocolate, hazelnut cream, orange zest, tonka beans, and cumio pepper. And a chocolate macaron. I've cut out just because of the way you're saying macaron. Filled with muscovado sugar and caramelized white chocolate infused with cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, and cardamom. Finished 
With edible gold, they're almost too pretty to eat. I was going to say, you know there are gold flecks on that bitch. Yep, there are. I knew it. Here's the thing about what I've learned about gold flakes. If you vomit them, a la Goldschlager, there's gold in your vomit. Also, they don't taste like anything. They don't add anything. I'm just saying, you'll poop it too. There's 18 in there? 18. That's a weird amount. Why not a dozen or two dozen? 18 macrons. (laughs) $195. Very, very close, my friend. It oh. is $165. I mean, macarons tend to be kind of expensive anyway. In general, they're hard to make. They are, but I'm not spending $165 on 18 cookies. No. Sorry. Even for my favorite place. Next up, something called The Prim by Taboo. It comes in two colors, blush and neutral. Taboo's wedge-shaped sex pillow props up your body however you'd like it to. Whether you're optimizing for comfort or exploring new positions, it's squishable and has some bounce, so it moves well with your body, and it looks right at home on your bed when you're not using it. Its linen cover comes in two pretty colorways, a neutral beige for the minimalists among us, and a goop-exclusive blush. It has combination memory foam, removable linen cover, and you can wash the cover. And can you imagine if you couldn't? Ew. It looks a lot like a meditation pillow. Yeah, I have a couple thoughts. My first thought is, is there ever gonna be a goop holiday guide without a sex pillow there's a sex pillow every single goop guide every time i don't know if there was a sex pillow last year but there was that big leather sex chair sex bench yeah and i think there was also a sex pillow probably honestly and there are a ton of vibrators every year like this year there's one vibrator called the neighbor that's a butt plug i don't understand why they named it that (laughs) there is one that's like a vibrating penis ring there are so many vibrators won't you be my neighbor it's your neighbor hole i guess i don't know the other thing is linen is not a sexy fabric you're not wrong i appreciate that they're trying to be subtle and not just be like here's a black velvet or pink silk whatever when i think linen I think that I'm having like a Nancy Myers vacation. Yeah, like I'm at the beach. It's like the Eileen Fisher sex pillow. I also think linen isn't the most comfortable thing to have sex on. I mean, I'd rather that than velvet. How about an absorbent Terry? Terry would be the perfect solution, honestly. I'll tell you why they went with linen because it's more expensive. Right, right, right. Okay. 310. $195. i am going high. Because it's the Goop Guide. I've got caviar wishes. Girl, I hear ya. And champagne dreams. They have a Theragun on here. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. robes. There's lubricants. They did not bring back the This Candle Smells Like My Vagina. <laughs> Instead, this year, they're doing one called the Dirty Santa Candle. Same brand, Heretic. Same price, $70. Okay. It's hickory, wood smoke, pine spiked with warm clove. And it's seductive and a touch subversive. They should have had a candle called I Won My Lawsuit. (laughs) And it smells like fresh snow, an arm cast, victory, (laughs) hand sanitizer from the courtroom. And career-defining bounce back. And Santal 36 or whatever that she was probably wearing. Uh Uh-huh. I think that Naughty Santa smells like alcohol and old cigars. And dirty balls. (laughs) Like, it definitely smells like dirty ball jeans. Right. You know, like Santa hasn't washed his clothes. Right. Santa's having a divorce. Next one is Malviel is the brand, M-A-U-V-I-E-L, and it's a copper fondue pot. 
beautiful. It really is beautiful. Designed to be used for both sweet and savory fondues, aren't they all? This elegant set from the heritage French brand Malviel has a heavy gauge copper exterior to optimize heat conductivity and temperature control and a tin interior to make cleanup a cinch. Stainless steel burner in the base. So this is still, you put in, you know, those blue gel sterno things. This is not a plug-in. It is just a nice copper fondue pot. Okay, and does it have any stick pokers or is it just the pot? It comes with six color-coded wood-handled fondue forks. Okay, let's turn this fondue into a fondant. It is a fondant. (laughs) (laughs) And I love fondue. This is cray-cray. Okay, uh... 180. Ooh, girl. 820. $820. What the fuck? By the way, you could go to Macy's on a one-day sale and get one for probably 50 bucks. Who's having this much fondue? Exactly my point. Do you know how hard it is to keep copper looking nice? My mom used to have a copper coffee table from Ethan Allen before they moved from Weehawken. What a bitch. It is to clean copper. Insane. Insanely difficult. You have to polish it and your arm goes dead from it. $820. The audacity of that, Gwyneth. You don't even eat cheese. My mom has a fondue pot that I think she bought on sale at Macy's so long ago. Still in the box. Never used. And she maybe spent $75 on it. My mom has a fondue pot that she's been trying to give me from her first marriage in 1970-something <laughs> to my dad. And every time we go up in the attic, she's like, do you want this? I was like, no, ma'am. I'm lactose intolerant. I don't like chocolate. There's nothing else to fun dip. Okay? You could do like where you put your meat in there. That's what she said. I love fondue. I will take the belly pain that comes with it. This next one, I actually really like, but cannot afford. It is the Robinson Pelham I Die For You ring. It's done in 18 karat gold with a distinctive scooped edge shape. The signet ring is set with almost a carat of glittering white diamonds. From a distance, the four mismatched stones in the center just look like an artful design, but zoom in and you'll see that they spell out a message. So it's an I. Die looks like a coffin, the number four, and a U. How big is the sucker? Like a dime. And is it being shown worn on a pinky finger or like a main finger? No, it's being shown on this finger, like a ring finger. Okay, okay, okay. It's large-ish. $1,500. You nailed it. $14,490. I love those kind of rings. And I'm always like, someday I'll buy this kind of thing. I've been looking at those big statement rings. That's why I knew how much it was. I actually think that that's reasonably priced for what it is. Agreed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's a silly sex one. Kiki de Montparnasse. Oh, that was who did the chair. Yes. These are the Kiki handcuff wristlets. They are handcuffs with elegance and versatility in mind. Loop this pretty 14 karat gold plated chain around your wrist to explore restraint fantasies or grab a second set to turn into a collar and lead. And no worries about a key. These have toggle clasps that stay put through play and easily unhook when you're finished. I kind of think you could like wear them stacked as a bracelet. That's kind of hot. What's the finish again? Gold plated stainless steel. 
Okay, actual gold, though. Gold-plated. All right, all right, all right. Kiki tends to up-price things quite a bit. But not that crazy. These are crazy for the normal person, but not that crazy for the brand. Okay, 110. 250. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, not the worst, right? Fun fact, I've never enjoyed handcuffs. Ash is like, hi, Dad. Dad, stop listening now. Yeah. Hey, Dad, turn off the rest of this episode. I like being held down by hands more than cuffs. I'm okay with it. You know, I've had my fun. I'm the kind of girl that one would assume would like handcuffs. I have tried them, but I prefer a more organic form of being (laughs) restrained. I mean, I get that. Back in my younger years, I was willing to try all kinds of things. Now I'm too old and tired. I'm like, let's get this done and let's watch some TV after. I'm really just good with use your hands or a tie or whatever you got going around. Okay, now we're in the kids gift guide section. Okay. The Dr. Barbara Sturm, so high-end skincare brand, baby and kids body set. Clean, fragrant free skin essentials keep baby's delicate skin soft and soothed from head to toe this set comes with hair and body shampoo made with soothing herbs like uh, you know herbs Like, really, do I have to get into it? So it's bathing milk, hair and body shampoo, body cream, and a cute little mitt. I'm offended by this price point. I use my Sephora points to get the face wash, so I know that I can't afford it. Uh-huh. I'm going to say 210 Not that bad. 130 But I think that's a lot. Also, your kid doesn't give a fuck. They're probably going to dump half of it in while washing their Barbie doll's hair, like Luna does. 100%. Probably smells so good, though. This brand is Piero, P-I-E-R-R-O-T custom hand-painted chair. It is a wood chair. Blue or pink are the color choices. Personalization, add up to 25 characters. But it is a little special chair for your child. How much do you think? These are all final sale, by the way. Because when you have that money, you don't return things. No. You just don't use them or re-gift them. Is the personalization extra? No, it's included in the price. Wow, how big of them? 210. 465. Ew! I know. And the fondue pot was 800? Uh-huh. I'm gonna make my kids sit in the fondue pot. Fuck the chair. If you're gonna buy that fondue pot, it's your kid's shitter. It's your kid's <laughs> bathtub. It's your kid's thing to carry things in. That kid is gonna get permanent marker and draw on that chair immediately. Uh-huh. We're gonna get to the really ridiculous shit because we're just wasting time here. Are you ready? Oh, God. I was born ready, yes. The brand is Alexandra Llewellyn. Never even heard of it. Me neither. It's a Poppies and Crane backgammon set. So it's handcrafted by a team of artisans, including master joiners, leather experts, and lacquer artists. The color is sustainable marquetry woods. I hate this already. Non-refundable. And their description is, part functional game board, part incredible work of art. This backgammon set is the definition of a modern heirloom. It's meticulously handcrafted in the UK by a team of artisans, blah, 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 blah. Using sustainable and entirely traceable woods like ripple sycamore, English holly, and dried red tulip. Both beautiful and meaningful, the board features poppies and red-crowned cranes that represent happiness and Longevity. What do we think? This is the ridiculous category. So guess high, bitch. $800. $14,580. One four, comma? Uh-huh. One four, 
comma, three zeros a dot. Okay, my college education cost $14,000 a semester. Well, you wasted it. You could have bought a backgammon set. I think my master's degree is (laughs) $14,000. Holy shit. Does anyone even play backgammon? Old people, I think. If someone gifted me a $15,000 backgammon set, I guess I would learn how to play it. I don't know. I would be like, I'm going to return this and take $15,000, please. There better be human cremains. There might be. It better be made from the Ark of the Covenant or something. Jesus. (laughs) Well, get ready because we're going to keep going in the ridiculous section. Oh, God. This is my favorite part. I told you I wasn't going to go over sex toys, but this one needs to be gone over. Okay. This is the Lilo Inez 24 karat gold G-Spot vibrator. I have a Lilo toy. Many people do. But it's not gold. If something can make a super sleek vibrator even more sexy, it's 24 karat gold, right? This sculpted sex toy is shaped (laughs) just right for G-Spot and clitoral stimulation. Under that gleaming gold, it's made with a stainless steel body. So not even solid gold. Not that you would want a solid gold, but stainless steel body that gives it a super satisfying weight. And like other (laughs) toys made by Lilo, it has an impressively powerful rumbly motor. Even if it weren't gold, it would earn the top spot in our vibrator rotation. It's telling me there are only two left of these. It's been selling. The only plus for this high-priced item is that old wives tell you can use gold to get rid of a sty. So maybe you have a sty, you can just vibrate this gold-plated vibrator on your eyeball to get rid of your sty, but maybe wash it after it's been in your pussy or your butt or wherever you've put it. Definitely wash it after it's been in your butt. Then you'll get pink eye. A thousand (laughs) dollars. It comes in a wood box with velvet inside. It's $15,000. $15,000? $15,000 for a vibrator. Get a gigolo to come get your G-spot off. What if it doesn't work? Everybody's vagina is shaped different, so your G-spot is going to be in a different place. And then you're stuck with a vibrator. Half my vibrators don't work, and they just stay in my drawer. And you can't re-gift a vibrator. No, ew. Unless it's on OnlyFans for extra money. Right. Then it's not re-gifting. Then it's, you paid me. Right. Here's another ridiculous one. I want you to keep in mind there's only one of this available. Why did she even put it on a list if there's only one available? That's rude. I don't know. It's so weird. It's the Shea Pluie Antique Escargot Picks. So it's a set of 10 Art Deco Escargot Picks. So it's vintage. Yeah. In a translucent matte glass snail. So the holder is a snail that's clear with a little hole at the top. And then it has 12 of these picks with little snails on top made by some artist. This is so dumb. He did make glassware for Baccarat and the Paris Glass Company and Depinois. The explanation says this is so French bourguignon, a superb gift for a Francophile lightware. Again, there's only one and you also have to pay $69 for shipping and import taxes. It must not be that good because Gwyneth didn't buy it. She put it on the list so it can't be that good. I'm going to say $22,000. Way high. $567. I was like there's only one. But I still think that's a lot. It is. Okay, this one takes me to a whole other place. Polaris by Ocean Sky. It's a seven-day airship cruise to the North Pole. What the fuck's an airship? A blimp is what it looks like. Oh my God. Blimps are not safe. No. You'll glide low and slow over the untouched landscape landing for lunch at the geographic North Pole. Okay, firstly, I'm not even going to make you guess. It's price upon request. So you know that shit is expensive. How many days is it? Seven days. I want to see above deck the oceanic sea 
blimp staff on Bravo. I guess it would still be below deck, but that would be a great one. Good idea. I love that. I want to see that with three people in there catering to the wealthiest of the wealthy. Okay, here's another one. Price upon request. Oh, boy. It's from Eleven, whatever that is. And they're calling it Executive Producer Experience at Floki Studios, Deplar Farm. Record under the northern lights at this world-class studio on Iceland's pristine and remote troll peninsula. Recording like I'm going to become a hip-hop artist? Like that kind of recording? I think you could record whatever the fuck you want. I think (laughs) if you paid the money and were like, you know what, I want to record Luna saying fuck you. That's our next podcast, our live podcast performance. We're going to record from there. Send us your Patreon money now. I can't even imagine how expensive. Under a troll bridge. This is by Walden. Plan our studio gong and stand. See, this is what I'm talking about. So the description says this stunning gong is nearly three feet in diameter and sits in a 40-inch stand. It's a traditional hang gong. It's thick and has a deep rim. And when you hit it, it rings with a clear, deep tone like heavy thunder. That's what they say about my vagina. Yeah. Thick rim and when you hit it, lightning and thunder. (laughs) Who knew that whatever shitty band made that song did it about your vagina. The gong is 32 inches in diameter. Just like my vagina. (laughs) Yeah. And don't worry, it does include your gong mallet. I don't know what gongs go for, but I feel like this is priced accordingly. I saw somebody be like, oh, on the goop list, something we all need, a gong. And I was like, I actually would like a gong. There's a couple different times I could think about a gong. If anyone would, I think it would be you or my mom. Yeah, we could use a gong just to announce things. Dinner's ready. Gong. Right. I'm annoyed. Gong. Gong. Right. $500. (laughs) $2,000. Oh, that's so reasonable. I feel like that is kind of reasonable. You know what? I'm going to bring it on my blimp trip to then go to record the Troll Toll song. And we're just going to wrap that up. The three of those together will be just a reasonable (laughs) $78,000. Okay, Chanel roller skates. They look like Chanel Nikes, but with roller skates. $1,200. $5,125. Oh, God, Chanel. How about an Hermes Cavaletti doghouse? It looks like it's made out of materials that they make Discovery Zone play (laughs) things out of, like foam and pool noodles. And it's a doghouse? Yes. A very simple triangle. $400. Your dog is going to piss on it and eat it. Such a way to waste your money. The Well Bay Harbor Islands. This is in Miami. So how many days? I think you own... It's your home for complete wellness. Every residence designed with your holistic health in mind. So it's like a development on the water. Okay. Are we timesharing it or are we buying it outright? Are we renting it? Seems like you're buying it. So it says tucked away on Bay Harbor Islands and perfectly removed from the hurried pace of Miami, the Well Bay Harbor Islands is the first of its kind, a place where you can live and play in complete wellness. Inspired by time-honored materiality and craftsmanship, the residences includes 54 bespoke condominiums. You have had me at bespoke. Yes, you are the asshole that would fall for this. <laughs> Over 22,000 square feet of amenities, including a state-of-the-art fitness and wellness center. The Well Bay Harbor is designed to put wellness at the center of your life. So they're showing pictures of people relaxing and everything is very like wabi-sabi. And they have a co-working area, probably a juice bar. Oh, yes, I love this. I want to go. From $4,450,000. And it's probably a 
the one bedroom. You know what doesn't speak to my wellness guests? Honestly, probably a studio if it's starting at that price. Here's one. I don't even understand how this one is on here. So it's Assy Wins. (laughs) (laughs) I've got Assy Wins. All my wins are Assy, actually. (laughs) Is that really what it's called? Yes, but it's spelled (laughs) A-S-I. All right, Assy Assy Wins. Inner Circle. Their magic show tickets. <laughs> Our VP of content was blown away by this show. By this assy wind. David Blaine produced it. I don't understand what in the world. It's just a magic show by assy wind. <laughs> Tickets are from $120. I'm not even going to make you guess. That one's so dumb. There's an island rental in Fiji for $39,000 a night. Minimum three nights. Then there's this one last thing that is so absurd to me. It's the thing that stuck out more than anything. I don't know why. And I think if you see it, you'd be like, why is this the thing? It's the Royal Delft hand-painted tulip vase pyramid. Vase and pyramid and tulip don't seem to go together. It looks like a classic Chinese piece where it's hand-painted. Made to order in Delft, a charming canal-carved town in the western Netherlands known for its blue and white earthenware. Okay, so it's a Dutch piece, but I definitely got Chinese vibes from it. Mm -hmm. This is the mother of all vases, inspired by royal vessels from the Dutch Golden Age. It's made of seven stackable tiers, each of which is intricately hand-painted with flora and fauna. Mm. The spouts on each corner are designed to hold one or two sculptural stems so you can transform this from classical home decor to categorically stunning centerpiece whenever the mood strikes. So it's 100% ceramic. Okay. Its measurements are 13 by 4 inches by 47.2 inches by 13.4. But I don't give a fuck. Because it's quite large. Okay. But the price tag of this thing is fucking obscene. 800 bucks. $16,752. And the tulips are not even included. They don't even show how you would put flowers in here. By the way, we should give a shout out to our friends at Jolie, our friends at Tulip. They're all on the list and we've worked with them. We must be goop. This is the ugliest fucking vase I've ever seen. It's so ugly, right? It is so ugly. I don't understand where the tulip goes in. Here's the thing. In the picture, the tulips are on the ground around it. Yes. You want me to spend $16,000 and not even going to show me how it would work? By the way, only three left of this. Who the fuck is buying this shit? Made to order ready to ship in 10 to 12 weeks. Won't even be here on time for Christmas. The flowers probably look so fucking ugly in that vessel that the props person and the photographer doing the shoot were like, we're just going to scatter the flowers on the ground. That's exactly what happened. You can tell. You better show me exactly how to use this fucking vessel for that much money. I agree. Well, there you have it, guys. The Goop gift guide. My sides hurt. And I don't even know if it's from laughing or from being sad about the state of the world. I didn't think this one was as ridiculous as last year's. Last year's had all these sex chair things where we were just like, how, where do you keep this? Where do you keep this in your household? Last year was ridiculous and funny. This year's ridiculous plus sad because if you just didn't buy that vase but had enough money to buy that vase, you could cure homelessness in a small community. Hashtag swag bag. Okay, for hashtag together, we are doing a book because it might be a really good book to get your kid for Christmas. It's called William is 
a weirdo. Kyle Creek is the author. He is known by his pen name, The Captain. Oh, me too. He's a writer, creator, and self-proclaimed instigator. He's also a new father and the author of multiple best-selling titles like Speech Therapy, Fucking History, and Feel Free to Quote Me. The reason we love this book is because this is the description and it's what it's about. It's so cute. In a world that often pressures individuals to conform, William is a weirdo, serves as a timely reminder of the beauty that lies in embracing our quirks and celebrating our differences. The book not only entertains, but also inspires meaningful discussions about acceptance and diversity, making it an ideal addition to library schools and family bookshelves. It's a picture book that takes us through William's first day of school as he comes to realize that he does things differently than the rest of his classmates. And by the end of the day, William's feeling a little defeated by his differences, but that's when he meets up with a character who's short in stature, but large in wisdom. Like me. After their conversation, William comes to realize that being a weirdo is what makes him an individual and all weird things that he likes to do are exactly what make him, well, William. I told Sebastian the other day, I was like, okay, weirdo. He got so offended. And I said, why are you offended about being called a weirdo? And he goes, are you a weirdo? I said, yeah. And he goes, oh. Okay. The little girl I used to babysit for, I guess she was calling her brother and his sister weirdos. So the parents were like, we don't call people weirdos. So she used to go, "We's joke calls nobody's weirdos. And I was like, eyes calls everybody's weirdos. Why did she say it in that voice? She was still little. Oh, okay. Got it. We don't call anybody's weirdos. I understand now. All right, guys. Well, there you go. That's our show today. We love you as always. We love you. Bye. Bye, Gwyneth. We know you're listening. If you buy anything off of the Goop gift guide, please do share. We'd love to know all about it. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.